The Coaching You Podcast is presented by Huddle Basketball and Huddle Assist, your best solution to capture and analyze every aspect of the game from the first tip to the final buzzer. Hey, welcome to another Coaching You Podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir, and today is always presented by our friends at Huddle and Huddle Assist. This is one of the favorite podcasts I'm going to do this year because this is for every basketball junkie out there, every coach that listens to us. We're going to pick the final four. We're going to pick, you know, all about the teams that each, as we go through it, I'm doing this on Monday by Thursday to start a tournament. I'll probably have a whole new bracket, but as my friend Jay Bill has said, you know what, take a look at it, pick, and then we'll try to do it again before we start. A couple of things that snapped out at me, uh, or one, uh, the top four teams, I don't think really people have much of an argument with that. You know, Gonzaga's everyone's pick. You know, you know, first team, I think, since 76 to go undefeated from start to finish was preseason number one and never lost it during the entire year. Incredible in this environment what they've done. Baylor had a big pause, you know, a couple of times this season. Looks like they're starting to get it back, but they really slipped after they had that last pause, and uh, they were the clear-cut number two. And you know, and I think you know Illinois has probably the hottest team in the country right now, the way they're playing and really coming on. And then you know, I think you know when you look at you know the other teams on the other side, Michigan. Boy, they had a streak going. Then all of a sudden, they got hit hard. They got hit hard, were out for a couple of weeks, and then have had some tough injuries down the stretch. So those are your top four. I think, you know, as you go through, the things that are concerning of me, not of the top four, but of the 68, are, number one, they're in a bubble in Indianapolis. Okay, what does that mean? The NBA was in a bubble at Disney. Very strict cost about a hundred and sixty million dollars okay it was incredible the amount of money that was spent the security everything you could not leave it anyway i think it's really hard we had i think 22 teams started there we got 68 teams coming into a bubble uh, it's just going to be so hard to keep teams safe and uh, and I say safe because and healthy. That's what I'm really talking about. And just because some individual tests positive, that doesn't mean they've been doing anything wrong. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've really seen a, a spike up again as everyone got excited, you know, with the vaccine, and all of a sudden we're spiking again. So I I, I hope and pray that everyone you know gets through this. Uh, we saw Virginia, Kansas last week get knocked out of their respective tournaments because of it. So I think that's going to be a huge factor. Things that no one's predicting, obviously, on their uh, sheet, and I don't know what's going to happen because of that. Uh, so that's one of the concerns I have. I think there's a couple of teams, as always, that are misseeded. One of my teams that I really like and think uh, is outstanding is Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, they, I think they are higher than a four seed. The whole four seed's not bad. But I think we're going to see they have, you know, they have one of the best freshmen in the country, obviously, on their team, and they've been playing great. And I'm so glad they got into the tournament. They deserved it. They're a proper team. So I think we're going to see a lot of great stuff. 
uh, you know, and I, I think one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back, you know, is we're going to go through the our picks for who the people are in the first and second round. Then we're going to take a break, come back, and we'll talk about the, you know, the, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and then we're going to even give you a Final Four and a National Champ on Monday. All right, so after this quick timeout, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Brendan Sir. I'm talking to coaches, PE teachers, ADs, and camp directors because I'm so excited to announce our newest Coaching You podcast partnership with my friends from 360 Hoops. What if I told you that I've witnessed the most innovative game, training, and exercise for kids that I've seen in decades? 360 Hoops takes up less space than traditional basketball and allows for more players to get involved in developing their basketball fundamentals. The three-sided basket is attached to wheels for easy transportation and can adjust from 7 to 10 feet. The uses are endless, from elementary and middle school recess to physical education class. It can also be used for team practice and skill development training for teams with players of all ages. For more information, visit www.play360hoops.com. To learn more about this new innovative product, make sure you mention Coaching You for a 10% discount. We're thrilled to have our longtime partners and friends at Dr. Dish Basketball on board as sponsors of the Coaching You podcast. Dr. Dish machines are undoubtedly the most user-friendly and advanced machines in the world of basketball today. Dr. Dish has completely revolutionized and reimagined the shooting machine to provide the best solution on the market. Join top programs around the world like Duke, North Carolina, Florida, and countless others and upgrade your shooting machine to Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish machines are the best way to increase purposeful reps in your program to get players better, faster, while tracking progress along the way. Dr. Dish provides so much more than just your standard shooting machines with custom training, pro trainers, and coaches on demand, real-time and detailed analytics, and top-of-the-line drills and workouts. If you're looking to take your program to the next level, look no further than Dr. Dish for the best basketball training machine in the world. If you have an old machine that's just collecting dust in your gym, did you know that you can trade that into Dr. Dish for up to $1,500 off and get a new dish? Make sure to give our friends at Dr. Dish a follow at Dr. Dish B-Ball on Twitter and Instagram for great daily drills, workouts, tips, and inspiration. Or contact us at drdishbasketball.com. Don't forget to mention Coaching You or our podcast for $300 off your purchase. Hey, welcome back. Uh, let me tell you, now, we're going to go through our first round of the tournament. And uh, what we decided to do is go from our first seed, Gonzaga, to our second seed, Baylor, to our third seed, Illinois, to our fourth seed, Michigan, and do the teams that are going to be in that one have a few comments along the way. We'll take a break after that. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing right now is the 116. Okay, Virginia lost it, you know, three years ago or so, uh, you know, in an amazing game and set the whole stage when UMBC upset them. Now this is going to be the Norfolk State-Appalachian State game, uh, you know, against Gonzaga. Uh, This is one the good Jesuits fathers won't allow to happen again. So Gonzaga will move on. 
And then in, uh, the next game will be the second, uh, you know, I think we're going to see Oklahoma playing Missouri. And I'll tell you what, those are two great coaches, two great defensive coaches. Lon Kruger's done it everywhere he's been, and, and my man Gonzo Martin, he's the same. That's a toss-up game to me. It's always an 8-9 game R, but I'm going to pick Mizzou. I just think Mizzou's, uh, you know, he's got a good, tough defensive team, and I think, you know, I think it's going to be hopefully a, a win for them over Oklahoma. Creighton and California Santa Barbara, who had a terrific year, 22-4. and four. Creighton, of course, had to hiccup late in the year off the court uh, and then were stunned in the Big East Finals by Georgetown. Uh, but I think Creighton, an excellent offensive team, plays in a great league. So I'm going to give them a nod. In the other game in that bracket, Virginia's playing Ohio U. This is a tough one because Ohio U had a, a really nice year, but Virginia, who had started out, you know, a little shaky, came on and went through the ACC. Then all of a sudden during the tournament gets hit with COVID. Now all of a sudden they're not going to travel till the day before the game to Indianapolis, which I don't understand how you can do, but they're they're doing that. So I don't know how they're how much they're practicing during the week but they have one little advantage they are at home and i think in this week it could be an advantage normally i would pick ohio u because of that but i'm going to stick with uh, the defending national champs from two years ago the university of virginia tony bennett's cavaliers then usc who has incredible talent and the enfield's a hell of a coach you know, he's taken his team there with one of the very best freshmen that we're going to see this year. They've really done a good job. Uh, struggled a little bit closing out games late in the year, but terrific team, great talent, well coached. And they're going to play the winner of the Wichita State Drake game, which is, again, a fantastic game by two Midwest teams. Uh, but I, I think in that game, I think we're going to see uh, Wichita State come through and beat, uh, you know, Drake. But I think then USC is going to beat Wichita State. Kansas Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington's had a great run. Uh, but I like Kansas, even though they're on a COVID situation right now. Uh, I like Kansas. I like in the next one, Oregon VCU is a terrific matchup game. But I think one of the things that we're going to see with them is that Oregon's got, I think, all their guys back, and they have a lot of talent and a really well-coached team, as as well as Mike Rhodes' team at VCU. Is I'm going to go with a, a close one to Oregon. And then, you know, Iowa, uh, you know, has really been terrific all year long. Luke Garza, many people's player of the year, against our friend Bryce Drew, you know, and, and what he's done, you know, in his first year at Grand Canyon is amazing. Uh, and he's taking a team back to the tournament. And I think, though, Iowa's just too big, too strong, and I pick Iowa to get through. So, you know, that that's going to be uh, – that's a terrific first round over on that side uh, with a number one seed. Now when we go over to Baylor, Baylor's going to play Hartford in the first round. Our man, John Gallagher, the neighborhood, what a year he's had. And uh, just an Amazing job in 11 years at that program uh, to bring that, you know, up to where it is. But Baylor is, you know, it's ironic. Scott Drew 
has maybe had the biggest miracle turnaround of a program in his 18 years there. Where that program was 18 years ago when he took it over to where it is now, they were one and two all year, a solid two, uh, and I think they're not going to be denied. I think Baylor's going to win this game. Uh, North Carolina, who is really, you know, has the number one offensive rebounding team in the country, going against a Wisconsin team who started off the year really, really strong, has some real good veterans on their squad. Uh, it's an 8-9 toss-up game. I don't know who the heck to go with, but I'm going with North Carolina. Villanova. Everyone's sweetheart every year because of the great Jay Wright, uh, you know, had a terrible, ter- terrible injury late in the year, and they lost their, their terrific point guard. And, and now, you know, they have to, you know, they lost to Georgetown in the Big East without him by one point, uh, you know, and they're going to they're gonna go against Winthrop, who is 23-1. and one. What a year they have had, and just a fantastic job. And once again in the Big South Conference, and a lot of people are picking this because it's a five twelve game, and that's the upset specials, and everyone's picking Winthrop. I'm going to stick with my Jay Wright Villanova Wildcats, and Purdue. Matt Painter is back, and his team again this year. You know, they're physical, they're tough, and he really his teams really play a great style of offense. North Texas State came out of the, you know, the Conference USA, had a terrific year. And, uh, you know, it's a 4-13. It's a really tough pick game. But I'm going to go with Purdue based on the toughness of their schedule all year long. Then we get down to Texas Tech, who Chris Beard, you know, Final Four team two years ago. Last time we had the Final Four against Utah State, who a lot of people didn't think was going to get in but just a really well-coached team. And I, I, I really like Chris Beard's team because of all-around play. They give it to you on offense and defense. I look for them to advance. And then the one of the really great offensive teams, and this will be the best, hopefully, offensive game in the first round, Arkansas-Colgate. Colgate only played, I think they were the last team to start playing basketball this year. I don't think they started till January. They got only 15 games in, uh, but they scored 85-plus points a game. They're going against Arkansas, and Muss's team this year has been just incredible. You know, I think they finally lost the other day in the semifinals of the SEC. I love his team. I love their talent. I love Muss. So I think it's going to be a tough one, but you have to go with the higher-seeded team, a team that's really been on a roll, and that's Arkansas. A terrific matchup is Florida-Virginia Tech. Teams that have really had some tough things along the way. Florida, of course, got hit with their best player getting knocked out early in December. Uh, but somehow Mike you know, White held them together and, you know, again, takes his team to the tournament. Uh, Virginia Tech, you know, Mike Young is one of the very best coaches in the country. He's been in a little bit of a COVID lockdown at the end here. But I'll tell you what, one of the best offensive coach teams in the country. He's got athletes, and I, I really think it's a pick em game as a 7-10 game, but I'm going to go with Virginia Tech in the upset. Ohio State plays Oral Roberts. Ohio State has gotten 30 games in this year, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, and I think 
if they can somehow get gather the energy from after playing on Sunday to go against a very good competitive Oral Roberts team from the Summit, I think you know we're, we're going to see Ohio State advance. But these conference tournaments can really knock you out, and I think though that I like Ohio State to advance. When we now go down to number three, we go down to Illinois. Illinois played and won the overtime to win the Big Ten Championship. Incredible the job that Brad has done there. So we have an Illinois, a 116 against Drexel. Okay, the kids from Philly got to come and see Indianapolis. Okay, that's a good thrill for them. They'll be going home the next day or that night. And then, uh, you know, we have Georgia Tech, who is the surprise winner of the ACC, playing Porter Moser's incredibly well-coached and one of the best teams in the country this year, 24 and four. They got all 28 games in. Uh, amazing job. I think you're going to see two of the best coach teams in the tournament, but you got to love what Georgia Tech has put together. To beat Florida State in the finals, I think it's absolutely incredible. So we picked Georgia Tech to advance. Uh, Tennessee, who started out as a gangbuster, uh, you know, going against the surprise winner of the Pac-12 in Oregon State. Uh, just amazing what they accomplished to get in this tournament, uh, you know, to win those games. And so now I, I picked Tennessee to advance uh, against one of the very best teams, I think, in a tournament, even though they're a four seed. Oklahoma State playing my A-Sun favorites, Liberty. Uh, you know, Richie McKay is one of the best, best coaches in the country. Every t- year takes his team to the... NC two A twenty three and five great great coach and but I'll tell you what Mike Boynton and his player of the year Kate Cunningham uh, two of the best out there and Mike Boynton has done just an amazing job for a young coach uh, in his first four years at Oak State I think I love Oak State to advance in this and to play Tennessee in the next round. San Diego State, what can you say about a guy that takes over for a legend, Steve Fisher, and to watch what Brian Dutcher has done? Last year, he's rolling the table, and he is, you know, undefeated till like the week before COVID hits, and then all of a sudden, the guy never got to play in the tournament. Loses a couple of his very best players, come back this year, and go 23-4. and four. Guy can flat-out coach, and, uh, you know, they're going to play Syracuse, and Bayheim's team has really rallied. His son's buddy is legit, one of the best shooters, if not the best in the country. Uh, it's a toss-up game, of course. Uh, you know, I, I keep I, San Diego State. I had to win, but somehow I'm picking my man Bayheim to go in advance because I want a Big East matchup. I want a Syracuse, Old West Virginia, like the old Big East tournament. And so West Virginia, Moorhead State in the next round. Moorhead State had a fabulous year beating Belmont, who won 30 games, I believe, or just about. And West Virginia, I really think, you know, uh, you know, we got to get Hugs' 900th win for his career uh, and get him in the Hall of Fame. So I got West Virginia to advance against Moorhead State and to play Syracuse. Uh, in the second round. Clemson Rutgers, two hard-playing, well-coached teams. And Rutgers last year was going to make the tournament for the first time in about 30 years. And, and Clemson, Brad Burnell's team, they just, they're consistent. That's the best thing about his teams. They're tough. They're consistent. 
uh, and you know somehow Brad, you know, got a sixteen and seven record and makes the tournament. But I, I really like Steve Pickell's team. I really think they're going to upset the Big Ten team. Is going to upset and go to the second round. I think, and so I think that's a, that's the matchup there to play uh, the the darling of uh, the Horizon League for the second year in a row has been Dennis Gates, the great Florida State assistant young guy. Went up there, has had two incredible years. 19 and 7 this year terrific guy terrific coach but he's got to go up against one of the masters in kelvin sampson and houston is a for real team 24 and 3 uh positionless basketball to the utmost i think you're going to see some of the best athletes in the tournament he's got them and man they they card they rebound and they play so hard i think it's going to be a great matchup but i pick houston to go against rutgers in round two so i think now we get to our last bracket and then we get the michigan wolverines and with michigan you know who again has the injury to livers and i just hope that they're able to get him back somehow uh you know michigan's gonna you know play the winner of the mount st mary's texas southern game and i am picking my man johnny jones one of the great great coaches he got his 350th win in a tournament the other day, worked with him at LSU, love him, and uh, they're going to beat the Mounts, and they're going to go against Michigan. Uh, they'll be competitive, but Michigan has too much, especially the big fella, and I, I predict that they'll win that game. And then uh, LSU against St. Bonaventure. Oh, my goodness. These are two hard-playing teams. LSU's better than an eight seed. Uh, so is probably St. Bonnie's, but... LSU definitely is. They are, they are, you know, a fantastic program. Really have a great, great. They got four guys they put on the floor that can play with anyone. Uh, great shooting team, great offensive team, and Will Wade has just done an amazing job since he's gotten to Baton Rouge. And somehow St. Bonnie's, I just have them, you know, possibly having a real chance for an upset. LSU, though, will be the favorite, even though it's an 8-9 game. I you know I have to pick somewhere. I'm going to go with a St. Bonnie's upset somehow, some way. Don't run me out of Baton Rouge, please. Uh, Colorado Georgetown, uh, two terrific teams. But I love, I love you know what Tad Boyle does at Colorado every single year. Uh, his teams are terrific. Surprised they got beat in the finals of the Pac-12. But my man Patrick Ewing, I just think it's one of the best stories of the tournament for me. Um, you know, to see what he's done, loses almost his whole team last year, comes back, retools it, and boy, oh boy, him, Robert Kirby Lewis, or what a coaching staff, to for them to go in and do what they did in the Big East, beating Villanova, you know, Seton Hall, and then Creighton. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so happy for Patrick. And I have them to advance. And then Florida State, you know, against UNC Greensboro, Wes Miller's one of the terrific young coaching talents in the country and uh, had a great year again. Uh, but I, I like, I really like Florida State uh, to to play advanced, to play Georgetown in round two. two it would really be neat to watch the master in Leonard Hamilton go against Patrick Ewing. Uh, then BYU, what a great, great year they've had. Uh, I'm so excited for them. You know, and and what they're building in their program out there to play the winner. Imagine a playing game of 
uh, Michigan State and UCLA. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. Two fabulous coaches, Mick Cronin and Tom Izzo. I think Michigan State has a chance to win because they're going to be playing the playing game at a Big Ten arena, uh, either at Purdue or at uh, IU. I'm not sure which, but uh, I give them the slight edge only because of that. Uh, and so I think that, you know, but it's not going to help them beat BYU. I think they're they're destined to move on. And then we're going to see Shaka Smart, who is going to play a home state game against Abilene Christian. Terrific, terrific team, the team that came out and just blew out in the finals, Nickel State. Uh, Abilene Christian is a heck of a basketball team, really well coached. Uh, but I think Texas you know, and Shaka are destined this year to move on, so I picked Texas to advance over Abilene Christian. Then we go to UConn, Maryland. Two well-coached, tough teams, teams that play hard. But Danny Hurley's team has probably improved more than anything. They moved into the Big East. It has suited them properly. Uh, And I like UConn to upset, even though it's a 7-10. I think when you beat a Big Ten team, it's an upset. And so I like UConn to beat Maryland and advance to the second round. And now you get down here to we let the legend in the tournament. Okay, Rick Pitino is coming in with a 16th seed Iona team. Uh, and I think it's just great. Takes his fifth team to the NCAA tournament. Fifth program. Imagine that. What a coach. And to play the young upstart Nate Oates. And Nate, a few years ago, is at Buffalo. And now what he's done, he, he won the league championship won the SEC tournament. And I thought, you know, they asked him the other night, are you turning Alabama into a f- basketball school? And he was smart enough to know and say, Coach Saban and I, we're just a championship school. I thought that was a great answer. So we're going to see Alabama advance over Iona. And I think, you know, we're going to be really set up to talk about the second round. But, man, what teams are in this tournament? I think their selection committee did an incredible job. So after this quick timeout, we'll be back to talk second round and Sweet 16. The best basketball coaches are relying on data more than ever. That's why coaches love Huddle Assist. With Assist, you get full game breakdowns, including complete team and player stats in less than 24 hours. Your stats are ready when you need them. And Assist is more than just a box score. Use interactive reports like shot charts and advanced stats like the line, like lineup data, VPS, and of course effective field goal percentage to coach smarter. Plus, assist brings your stats to life. Every stat is marked on the video at the moment it happened. See every shot, turnover, rebound, and much more with just a few clicks. Want to see how Huddle Assist is elevating basketball? Visit huddle.com/assist. That's H-U-D-L dot com slash assist to learn more. MindView is an amazing, amazing company that literally is just releasing a platform. They have developed an incredible assessment that we have just totally, totally been blown away with. Because on this assessment that you can take in a matter of 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes on your phone, The things that you've never been able to measure before, like resilience, grit, hope, adaptability, all these things, they are able to measure them 
as to how you're thinking and feeling right now. This is a game changer as far as I'm concerned. I'm a strength finder guy. I love all that. But MindView is the latest technology. It is just literally coming on the market right now. The platform that they've created is second to none. The emphasis right now on your player's mental wellness is unprecedented. I'm sold on MindView. Now it's your turn. For more information about MindView, M-I-N-D-V-U-E, please contact the COO, Cleet McQuinn. His email is cmcquinn at mindview.com or visit their website at mindview.com. This is the coach back with the second round of our NC2A tournament for 2021. Oh boy, now this is, I'm excited just reading these, imagine, imagine playing. Okay, so in the second round, I had Gonzaga playing the winner of the Oklahoma-Mizzou game. I picked Mizzou. Uh, so a, a terrific matchup right there. I've got Gonzaga advancing, okay? Uh, then and I have Creighton against, uh, I have Creighton uh, against Cal Santa Barbara. I have Creighton advancing and going against Virginia with Creighton advancing, beating Virginia. Uh, and then in the next Southern Cal, USC had beaten Wichita State and now was going to face the winner of the Kansas-Eastern Washington game, which was Kansas, and I have Kansas beating USC. Kansas is a three seed. And then we had Oregon a seven seed beating VCU, and we had Iowa a second seed beating, uh, of course, the Grand Canyon. But I have Oregon upsetting Iowa in the second round. So we now go over to Baylor. And I have uh, we had Baylor beating Hartford. And now Baylor I had playing North Carolina. And they beat North Carolina in a very, very physical game. But Baylor advances. I had Villanova beating Winthrop. Purdue beating North Texas, and I have Purdue, even, you know, Purdue is a four seed. I have them maintaining and beating Villanova. Texas Tech-Arkansas is one of the best matchups, I think, in a whole second round. But I have Arkansas, you know, who is a three seed, uh, maintaining serve and and beating Texas Tech a six seed. And then... We have Virginia Tech, a 10 seed. Uh, we had them beating Florida and now playing Ohio State, but I have Ohio State moving on. So now we have it down in the other bracket, we have Illinois now going to go and play Georgia Tech. Terrific game, but Illinois too physical, too strong. The big fellow they don't have an answer for, I don't think. So I have Illinois advancing. I have Tennessee against Oklahoma State. You know how I feel about Oklahoma State. I think they're, they could be one of the Cinderella's. I have them advancing to play Illinois in the Sweet 16. I had Syracuse upsetting, in my opinion, San Diego State playing West Virginia. But West Virginia knows Bayheim's 2-3 zone, does a good job on the shooters, and I have them beating Syracuse to advance. And Rutgers-Houston, very tough game, very physical game, but I have Houston prevailing. So they're going to face West Virginia in the Sweet 16. And now, on the other side, now we have Michigan, 
is going to play St. Bonnie's because I had them upsetting LSU. But Michigan against LSU or St. Bonnie's, I have them moving on. I have Georgetown, Colorado. I had Georgetown moving on, and I have Florida State to play. But I think Leonard Hamilton, the master class teacher, is going to move on and play Michigan in the Sweet 16. BYU with Mark Pope uh, beating Michigan State. And then Shaka's Texas team plays BYU with Texas prevailing. Uh, And then UConn playing Alabama in a very physical game. And two intense, intense coaches. Ironically, Nate Oates came into college basketball working for Bobby Hurley, Danny's brother at Buffalo. So I have Alabama beating UConn to send that to Sweet 16 matchup of Texas against Alabama. So that's where we are so far. And now let us go to see what happens in our Sweet 16. So I have Gonzaga playing and and beating uh, playing and beating uh, Creighton. I'm getting mixed up here with all these teams. I have everyone advancing. And then I have Kansas and Oregon, and I have Kansas advancing. And then I had Baylor, uh, Purdue, with Baylor winning. So then we have Arkansas playing Ohio State, and I have Arkansas advancing. So, you know, that's really one of those ones where we see Ohio State, a two-seed, getting beat by a three-seed in Arkansas. Now, we have Illinois, Oklahoma State. I, I just love this game, but I got to go with the Illini. And ironically, Mike Boynton worked for Brad Underwood. And so I think that's just a fascinating matchup. And then West Virginia, Houston, a terrific game. Uh, but I, I really like Houston to advance. All right. Now in the East region, we got Michigan going against Florida State. Terrific matchup. I wish this game was played in the middle of the season because both teams are so healthy and, and ready to go. Uh, and I have Michigan advancing. And then I have Texas-Alabama. Uh, again, two athletic teams. I got the SEC champs, Alabama, advancing. All right, now we're going to the Elite Eight. We have Gonzaga playing Kansas. I have Gonzaga advancing to our final four. And then I have Baylor against Arkansas. Boy, it's a tough one for me, but I'm going Baylor to advance to the final four. The Razorback season finally ending. And Illinois... Houston, you talk about a fight, man. Put this on the streets of Houston or Chicago. Whew. Neither one's quitting. I got Illinois, though, prevailing just because of size. Michigan, Alabama. I have Alabama advancing and upsetting Michigan. Our final four is now all set with Gonzaga, Baylor, Alabama, and Illinois. We'll be right back to tell you what's happening next. Prepare like the pros with the new Fast Draw. Fast Draw is the number one affordable coaching tool used by pro and high school level teams worldwide. 
With FastDraw, you can save your plays and playbooks digitally, attach video and share with other coaches and your players in seconds. In addition to a great product, they also provide basketball coaching content resources through their blog and playbank, which features over 8,000 free plays and drills from their online coaching community. For access to these plays and more information, visit FastModelSports.com or follow them on Twitter at FastModel. Don't forget to use promo code CU10, that is CU10, to receive 10% off your next Fast Model purchase. Hey, welcome back for the Final Four. And I'll tell you what, if it goes like this, I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to gamble my butt off, okay? But anyway, for our Coaching You podcast listeners, uh, we've got Gonzaga, Alabama on that Saturday and uh, I think that game could be like an NBA score in the hundreds. Two wide open teams that just go, and uh, and I think you'll see Nate Oates' team with the great Herb Jones, one of the best, most solid, durable all round players in the league, and and you know you know John Petty, you know those guys, and Quinterly, a great point guard. I mean, this team is a three point shooting. You know, they just attack. Fast break, open the floor up, shoot threes. And when they're rolling, they're hard to beat. They play very physical for a small team, and they get after it. Gonzaga, I've never seen a team in modern-day college basketball that has three players that are all under consideration for Wooden Award and Player of the Year. And so I think, you know, you have Mark Few's team, which I think is maybe one of the really the best offensive teams I've ever seen as far as the way they flow and play uh, when they are so unselfish. But Corey Kisper is as good a shooting player at the forward position that we've seen. Drew Timmy, you know, has great footwork around the basket, can play away from the hoop, but, can you know, has great inside moves. Not a physical guy, but are like a power forward playing center in college ball. And Jalen Suggs, you know, how does a kid from Minnesota say, I want to go to Gonzaga when you're also a terrific football player? Jalen Suggs will be a top five pick, I believe, in the NBA draft. He's got as good a quickness and anticipation defensively as I've seen in a college player. I think this team, this is a great matchup, will not disappoint. I have Gonzaga winning. And the other side on that Saturday, we're going to have Baylor going against Illinois. Early in December, the Jimmy V Classic, I think we had Baylor winning that game in that matchup. I think both teams are different. I think Baylor was way out in front early on. I think Illinois and Alabama and some of these other teams have reeled Gonzaga and Baylor back in. We had two teams that were one and two early on, but I think they're coming back to the pack a little bit. And so I think, though, we're going to see Brad Underwood and his crew, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, maybe one of the most physical, not the most physical center in college basketball, and Kofi Cockburn, who's just incredibly, I mean, you know, the size of him is, I was trying to predict whether he's an NBA player, and I don't know why not. And then, you know, uh, Io DeSomo is just one of the most talented uh, versatile players and a guy that's really up for player of the year. And, you know, it's amazing how good he is and will be, you know, I think 
if not a lottery pick, will be, you know, in the upper first round of the NBA draft. And I think this is why you're going to have Baylor with Butler and Mitchell and Antique and vital, physical, talented guy. And everyday John, one of our favorite players, you know, just going up in this one. It's a pick 'em game. I'm going with Baylor because I want to see the game that was canceled in December of Gonzaga versus Baylor. I got Gonzaga going from first, like the Kentucky Derby, baby. They started out preseason one. They took it all the way through. And for the first time in like 100 years, we had a team go from, you know, first to first, man. And I think it's just great. And congratulations to Mark Few, who has been incredible, incredible for his entire career that he finally has a national championship ring. Hey, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Get your popcorn, get your anything you want to drink and everything, all your snacks because you're not leaving your TV all, all week. I know I'm not. So next week when we catch up and we find out how we looked after the first and second round, this is the coach, Brendan Surrey.